Welcome to episode 75 of the Don't Lose Your Head podcast with me, Morton, <laughs> and my lovely co-host, Nicholas. Hello, everyone. We are back. We are back. In this episode, it's time for New Year, New Army. Who are we gonna play as this year? We have lots of inspiration, but what are we gonna pick? We don't know yet, we don't know yet. Uh, also, I have played a my biggest uh, Warhammer Fantasy game so far. <laughs> I'll have you know, it was actually 3,000 points aside. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Might be the biggest uh, game ever played this year, <laughs> all over the planet. Mm, who knows? Oh, shit. Guinness World Record Book. Man, that's going to be a sad one for 2020 or something. <laughs> this year, the most amount of people work from home. Most amount of people lost their jobs <laughs> or something. <laughs> I haven't checked that book for a long time, so I don't know. Um, so, yeah, you, we have that coming up. But first, some, some uh, new stuff. Or let's, yeah, or is there? Hmm. We don't know. Uh, well, we last recorded like before Christmas. And uh, I don't feel I like th- there's been that much new stuff. Um, and I mean, we had the the announcement of new stuff coming out this uh, last weekend. Yeah, so we can talk about uh, that at least. So there are some, um, there is a new war, uh, not warlord. Is there a new titan for Titanicus? Yeah. Uh, what was it called? Not warmonger, wrathbringer, stormcaller. Big boy. Big uh, boy. So I was I was watching that stream, and then my girlfriend walked past, and she was like. What is that thing? It's a penis? And <laughs> she was referring to like the the dong thing hanging between his legs. Uh, like oh. armor plates. And like the, the lowest plate is painted red. Yeah. So yeah, I can see how you can think that. Like a the, the little, tip of the penis. Red rocket hanging down. <laughs> well <laughs> these are viewers. Well, so so we get to know what sort of reference your, your girlfriend has. <laughs> Nicholas has a titan dong. Nicholas has a titan dong. <laughs> uh, sounds like a like a brag. Yeah, red old than... armor plate. <laughs> it's bigger, it. bigger than a warlord. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> Yet Titanic scale. That's what she says. God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what do you think? Like knee guns. How about them? Yeah, knee yeah, that's cool. I like the mm. knee gun. Yeah, uh, it's I only on one knee like... though. So oh, I hmm. uh, can't wait for the Imperator with that hat. Like, I remember those always like the the cool thing in 40k. Like, there's this big poster of a uh, Imperator Titan, and you're like, "Holy fuck! It's got a company of guardsmen in its foot." Oh, and it's it's got a city on its shoulders. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if that if they would release that, if that would be a feature that you can deploy oh. the the company of guardsmen, and it would be give you some kind of defensive benefit or something. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll I mean, have to I... wait until they release Epic. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that would be cool, though. Like it's sort of a transport and a titan in a way. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough of, of the Titanicus rules to know uh, how that would work or how. Yeah, but. Uh... Definitely nicer than the 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 warmonger or whatever it's called oh, yeah. with the big kind of. I actually I saw some speculation first, and I also thought that this would just be a version of that. Uh, but then apparently, I mean, this is bigger than the warlord. 
So it's yeah. it's the big biggest thing yet then in Titanicus. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Intense, intense. And then there were some other things, some more um, Age of Sigmar related. Right? Oh yeah, the fucking flying furry bow thing. Ah, oh, the fox. Really awful. Yeah, the fox. Well, I don't mind. I mean, uh, I thought it was a cool model on its own, sort of thing. I thought it was kind of a gracious pose, jumping with a bow. It looked very Japanese, sort of, or something. I don't know. Um, but the the army as a whole, with the Lumineth or whatever the new high elves are called, I'm not uh, that fond of, and the the kangaroo hoppers, and so. I mean, it's yeah. They still make cool-looking models, sort of, and uh, it's just a, a strange direction, sort of. Well, I guess I mean it's a new direction. It's cool. No one's made had kangaroos in fantasy before, right? As far as I know, no one's had uh, flying fox furries with bows. No, maybe not. Might be maybe in some machine then. Probably in some manga or something. Uh, and then there was the. The sisters finally got their baby Bjorn carrier. Oh, the baby carrying. Is it called like everyone? Rede- everyone Redemptors? will have a baby carrier, and then <laughs> because yeah, every army. So the yeah. gray knight. The, well, it seems to be an Inquisition thing, right? Or the gray knights have it. Gray knights have it. Primaries have it as well. Those open-fronted dreadnoughts. Oh yeah. The guy inside. That's uh, true. I think the, the the only faction it would actually look cool in is Orcs, because mm. they are retarded enough to put a guy, yeah, in front of the robot. Yeah, <laughs> but they're supposed to feel the pain, right? Did they already release the ones that are for the sisters, but with more of a like a Repentia guy in the engine? Oh, the pendant. Yeah, yeah. they yeah, they're they also baby carriers. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but that's that makes more sense. And they they look way better. Yeah, because these are like robots that have like slim women's legs with like yeah. high heels. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> it's a bit strange. Um, they they must have rewatched. Um, uh, what is it? What's that movie called? With the the aliens. Pacific Rim. No. <laughs> uh, with the blue aliens. Uh, Avatar, yes, Avatar. Ah, oh, yeah. Well, in there, they they look kind of cool, I would say. Yes. Yeah. In <laughs> in in that movie, they look cool. They're sort they of like the... a, closest to a sentinel for Imperial Guard that I've seen in a movie, almost. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, not not so much here. So then the the, uh, the vampires. Yeah, the vamps. First, I saw the picture of the 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 one well, with the crazy hair with the bats. Uh, oh yeah. And I was uh, the, uh, the trolls, I, trolls hair. Yeah, yeah. That's I was not too, uh, not too amazed with that. Other, and I don't know. Uh, otherwise, I thought, I thought the model, uh, and maybe also one of the later ones that we saw. That there was like a uh, a female vampire with a very long hair and two swords. Yeah. Uh, I think that looks a lot like the dark corsairs for the dark elves. Even the armor plates, like they're they have these sort of pointy ends and stuff. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I I guess in a way, I looked at the Blood Knights. I mean, they've always had sort of that aesthetics, I guess. Some of the vampires, but yeah. uh, I don't uh, know. I was just like, mm, this seems like I've seen this model before. 
Yeah, they were saying that, like, even on the stream, that it's a bit, like, piratey. So yeah. it might be, also be a nod to the, the vampire oh. post pirates. Oh, th that is cool, though. I mean, I would be for that. So, I would say some of the others, some of the other vampires that they're going to release in that little kit, is it like a warband thing for, I don't know what it was going to be used for. Is it like the Underworld thing? Or? Yeah, Underworld. Uh, some of the other ones I think were really cool. The guy with the mace and... Uh, I think one some, of the some of the other ones, the other two, the other two, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, yeah the the guy like the vampire holding his hand up is just like a classic vampire. Yeah, like, he would be great in a fantasy army. He would just yeah. fit perfectly in there. Yeah, and the, and the the buffer vampire would like if you cut off mm. the top of the the mace, you can make a perfect ballistan bear. Oh yeah, that's true. Hmm. Uh, but he was just a really, really well done model. Like you just yeah. look at the, the details and like the just the muscles on his forearms are just mm. really well sculpted, and it's just mm. it's a great model. Glory to behold! Yeah. Uh, and then there was uh, more undead, I guess, in the other mini game, right? With the yeah, the thing they they were releasing a new game with yeah. quotation marks, which yeah. is you select another. Warhammer Bo Quest. Yeah. Like a little boxed game. Yeah. So the the previous Warhammer they made was the Silver Tower thing. Yeah, that's true. I really like the models they made for that. A lot of cool yeah. scene stuff. This seems to be way darker though. Yeah, yes. Uh, so, and, uh, in, Witch Hunter, was it? Yeah. Uh, with a, and... Like a, a rifle with an underslung stake launcher. Oh, yes. And a like a gravedigger guy, yeah, some sort yeah, of were ghoulish, really cool models. Yeah, the the, the gravedigger guy just gives me some like Magic the Gathering black card vibes. It was really oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, I haven't, I don't think I've ever gotten any of those games, like the Silver Tower or any of the Warhammer Quest. Have you? Uh, not not even bo uh, box to get the models, but I mean, I might consider this one actually because if they make some sort of fun mini game that is, I don't know, sort of, well, maybe not Mordheim like, but still uh, Mordheim light or something. I mean, because the, the 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 quest ones they are sort of like a mini RPG, right? Yeah. Uh, I I think that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's the Blackstone Fortress for forty k as well. It's yeah, cool. they also has some really cool models. I oh, and, and also, they're releasing um, for 40k or for Kill Team. They're releasing mm -hmm. a new box, and they're re-releasing the flayed ones, the Necron flayed ones. That's really oh, cool. yeah, that's true. I remember, uh, but, uh, they, I remember them from uh, like third edition, and they were really cool. And then they just disappeared for the longest time ever, and now they're yeah. bringing them back. But these are new models, right? Yeah, yeah. That is that is nice. Yeah, I really like all the, the the new Necrons that have come out are really good models. Yeah. And, and also in this box they're releasing the heavy intercessors for <laughs> the Primaris. Yeah. And I think this these are actually the first Primaris models that they have shown that I'm like looking at them thinking, yeah, they actually look good. Yeah. Like no bad comment about them. Like no weapons are just in a weird way, no no details are just like why. 
So they're they, just good, good models, like bigger yeah. Primaris and buff armor and just bolt rifles and a heavy bolter. Yeah. Yeah, they had some pretty, but the, the bolt rifles looked pretty buff. Yeah. So was it like a new pattern of them or something? I don't, mm, I don't know. It might be those. I think, are there heavy bolt rifles? Might be. Mm, might be. <laughs> if they probably have some unique because they're heavy intercessors or you know interest, I don't know. Yeah, was, I, I, there's the I, guy holding the heavy bolter. It looks really cool as well. Yeah, I didn't pay too much attention to them. I was more like, oh, look, another u- special primaris lieutenant. You can make an army of just primaris lieutenants. I feel like because there's, if you want to ca- collect them all, there must be almost yeah <laughs> twenty of them by now. Oh, at least yeah, over it's... ten different ones. I'm sure. It's just ridiculous how much stuff they're releasing for Space Marines in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I have my Imperial Yard I'm building. Mm, if I true. play 40k again, I'm just going to start my own club without Space Marines. Like, I'm not going to play oh. Space Marines. There's just uh, there's too many of them. Oh. They get too much focus. I, I, I don't like them. Have you burnt out your Space Marine hype from playing uh, Heresy, do you think? Sort of like that you had all the space marines, and you feel like, no, if I play another game, I don't want to have, you know, Salamander successor chapters because I don't care about them. I, I want to have aliens. <laughs> yeah, but they're, the space marines in Horse Heroes are way more badass as well. They're just yeah. way cooler. We just feel like playing as some dorky wannabes. <laughs> you want to have some grim, like, uh, Imperial Guard that are. Imperial Guard is like. Uh, Making gene stealer hybrids, yeah, just just mutated monsters, and I want to play orcs again, again, and like against some uh, sneaky LR or something. Yeah, yeah, that sounds some, fun. Some uh, some armies that have uh, that have to have some thought behind them instead of just buying the latest space marine stuff. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm sure if you make a club or a group of people who have played Heresy, they would have the same mindset because. Yeah, you're right. If I would play 40k, I would go. I would do turnits again, definitely. Have you uh, uh, reclaimed your your ter- termagon, termagon, the one with the the note inside his brain? <laughs> no, I haven't yet. Uh, <laughs> that poor thing. I I think it is still possibly even on display in a uh, like a little uh, war game shop in Kalmar somewhere. I wonder I if um, if you just gave it to them actually, and then they're like, "Oh, this is so pretty. We will we'll put it on display." Like they tell kids that they'll put their drawings on the refrigerator. <laughs> it's but a bit I- like that because I'm sort of ashamed. Like this is the first army I painted, and it's by no means good. Uh, so I feel, is this the only thing you can put on display? Surely you can do some other. You can do better. Come on. Uh, maybe uh, they have probably switched out for several years i don't know if i would just take my old models and try to repaint them or if i would just buy new ones i don't know mm-hmm. uh, but i think that's the, the new stuff that was shown mm-hmm. uh so w- what have you been up to in hobby what, what, yeah. what's new to you yes uh i'm currently painting skeletons what is this part of the new year new army no, uh, we'll come to that a bit later. Uh, these are skeletons who are part of Richter Kruger's Cursed Company. 
But uh, oh, oh, I just want to say I saw an ad on like a Swedish trading place on Facebook that had like a blister of the curse company for like eight hundred crowns or something. <sighs> but was it all of them, or was it? It was just a blister of like three skeletons. Yes, yeah, a mm. of three skeletons. Mm. And that is why I decided to convert my own uh, cursed company. Uh, so uh, I did manage to get the original metal Rishi Kruger. Banner bearer and musician, uh, and then I bought the uh, new Warhammer just skeleton plastic kit, which are lovely, lovely to work with. So I've uh, mixed those together with some of my own um, peri miniatures to make some half dead mercenaries, and then there are just a lot of skeleton skeletons. <laughs> nice. uh, and finally, do, do you have any some... other races in there? Yes, I made. Uh, Two, no wait, three uh, Chaos Dwarfs and two Dark Elves. Oh, perfect. I think I showed you a picture, didn't I? Mm, I don't know. Uh, maybe but I the question this. that I want to know, and that all the listeners want to know as well, where are those goddamn birdmen? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, do. I actually painted a bit on them today. Good. Uh, I'm watching ha- it, so yeah, you're going to talk about it later, but I watched the, the pictures of your game. Oh, and they and weren't like, there. Where are those goddamn birdmen? <laughs> yes, yes. Believe me, my 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 friends who I'm playing with are they are the same. They say the same. I, they would have been done ages ago if it wasn't just because I've left them at work and I'd sort of like, oh, I can work on them when we have a painting session. And we just don't have painting sessions that often. Uh, so yes, I am to blame. But uh, we did have we did paint. I think it was. Um, close to New Year's or something. And then I got really far. So I basically painted all the boring, like the the wings, which I really dreaded and hated. So now it's just painting the model underneath, and that's not too much, actually. So um, I've, uh, as of today, I decided I should just bring like a pot of paint to work every day. And when I have a little break, I'll just paint that color. And by doing that, they should be done in, in a couple of weeks, days. Damn it, just bring <laughs> them home. Yes, bring maybe. them home. But otherwise, they would be next after uh, Richard Kruger's guys. So they're not they're not far behind. I promise. Unless I get my new army before that. Uh, yes, more on that later. Yes, yes. Um, but as, I think um, yeah, I, I had managed to finish uh, my halflings and my ballistas, and you did like them ballistas, right? That I brought yeah, to, for the battle. Cool. Like a, a a a battery of just uh, some small artillery pieces. That's yes. perfect. Yes. It's very um, low fantasy. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and they unfortunately they didn't do much. Which oh, we'll so talk what about. They, what did they do? Well, uh, yeah, so so uh, in the um, since I'm using Dogs of War in eighth edition, the Matthias who made Armies Project have added uh, the options to take a ballista which is basically a, a normal bolt thrower. Or you can take scorpions in unit batteries of 1 to 3. And the, the scorpion is also a bolt thrower, but it's not strength 6, it's only strength 5. Uh, and it is not... It does pierce, through, pierce through, through ranks the same way, but it does not have the multiple wounds D3, as a big ballista has. Um, but it does have armor piercing, so strength 5 with armor piercing is really good against armor, at least. Heavy armor. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just thought like, oh, uh, three of them will definitely be good at shooting down knights and stuff. Um, but, it, it, you know, 
humans firing with their dam, uh-huh. like at best conditions hitting on, at best conditions half of them would hit. But then usually it's at least half range, and then, you know, maybe one in three would hit, and then they have cover, and then it's like, you know, seven to hit or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what, but it, what's it, the range? I think 36 on them and 48 on the big one or something. Okay. So it's a big, yeah, shorter range also. Uh, but cool. uh, they, yeah, they look, they look so cool. Uh, I think it's cool. And I also want, since I wanted to distinguish from the Empire and not having too much black powder, I didn't want to have cannons in the army. Although I am yeah. glancing at the damn Galloper gun because it is, <laughs> it is sweet. <laughs> but just big, big, you know, crossbows and big crossbows. Such a cool, cool theme, I think. Yeah, yeah, I really like them. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you have three of them, you should hit something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, they will. <laughs> we'll see. I'm happy that they didn't just blow up this a big game. Karen uh, Venator of uh, Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they look really good. These don't fucking hit anything. Yep, yep. Damn shooting. Ugh. But it feels good. I mean, I've uh, I finished... Well, apart from the Birdman. No, but I have, I have a lot of things uh, actually finished now for, for fantasy. Not that much lying around. The big concern I have looking, if I look up at, at the shelf, I see all these tanks that I've assembled that I haven't started with. Uh, the, so the militia army waits a bit more. Uh, I just, at the moment, I don't feel like it. And that is the most important thing in the hobby, right? Uh, but I sort of, I don't know. It's, it's sort of a dread, like, oh, why did I, you know, invest so much into this army and, and now i'm not really excited about it you know should i should i just sell them before i finish them but i feel like no i should i, I will i will try to do them i will give them a try at one point yeah. <gasps> you just get a, a pang of inspiration and you'll finish them in mm? a couple of weeks i think that I, I think at the moment i'm just riding a fantasy happy wave uh, and when that goes down a bit you know i'll just watch move out watch you know, saving Private Ryan or Fury or something, and suddenly I'll be like, "Oh man, oh tanks are so cool! We need to yeah. make an army like that." Or and you need to get a couple of uh, Sven Hassel books. Mm. That is true, but I have almost finished Brunner now. I'm at the final uh, story, Blood of nice. the Dragon. Nice. And shit is has really hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seems to be the most ambitious uh, short, uh, well, yeah, short short story so far. Uh, in the yeah. book I'm very um, happy and but i was going to ask you if i wanted to go on more fantasy uh books after that what would you recommend and i have this is the first fantasy book i've ever read i've only read horace heresy books before there's uh, there's a book called like burning sands i think it's called that would be perfect for you because it's about dogs of war oh burning shores i think oh uh, burning shores yeah, yeah yeah did you read that one no but I, I know that you have talked about it is it some lustria sort of yeah. Thing. Okay. It's like a Dark of War expedition and goes to last year. Okay. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, but I also yeah. heard, heard you talk very good about uh, some other uh, anthologies. Did you read the. Ma- Felix? Yeah. Yeah. How, how are those, do you feel? They're good. Really good. The first yeah. seven are great. And then uh-huh. they change other. And people say they're not as good. So I haven't bothered reading them. Okay. Do are they sort of similar in that you know you just travel all across the fantasy, the old world, sort of, or the entire world? Yeah, it's like they're they're in a new location every book, so it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, but it's not nice. So you get some yeah some insights. Uh, and I was thinking because then there's these anthologies about the, the empire, and I guess you know there's one for almost every race. 
Yeah, but, but that depends for what you're interested in, I guess. Yeah, I started reading one of the Empire ones. It's called like, mm -hmm. it's like a an anthology, like Sword of Justice and Sword of Vengeance or something. I read the mm -hmm. first one; it was terrible. Oh, okay. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just not even gonna read the next one. <laughs> but you did say that you liked uh, the uh, Bretonia ones, right? Like nice. Yes, they are good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Read them. Uh -huh. Yeah, there's there's four of them, uh, named after <laughs> different knights. So, yeah, but, uh, but it's all all Bretonians. Yes, so it falls one guy. Oh, okay, so he levels up, sort of. Yeah, mm. yeah, it is. It is his journey. So, Aaron, mm. Knight Aaron, Knight of the Realm, uh, Questing Knight, and Real Knight. Mm. Mm. But the 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 first two are like full length books, and then the third one is a bit shorter, and then the Questing uh, Real Knight is like a short story more. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, lots of uh, prospects there. Or Sven Hassel, we, we shall see. Or uh, Solo War books. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Have you had, uh, done anything in the hobby? Any painting of late? So, so I finished the Halfling commission that I've been doing forever yes. and ever and ever. Yes. And I was supposed to bring it back to Sweden uh, over Christmas. Mm -hmm. But then uh, a new strain of COVID appeared in England. Yeah. So, hello. <laughs> Yay. Uh, uh, more dangerous than before. <laughs> yeah. And my flight got cancelled, so I got stuck in England. So we'll see when I bring that over. But oh. it's done. Yeah. Uh, can, are there pictures of it somewhere? No. Like, I'm supposed to take pictures, but I got such a, such a shitty uh, Light place box. to take pictures oh. here. Yeah. yeah. So I just haven't done it yet. Um, yeah, other than that, I haven't done much. I haven't really had any inspiration to paint hmm? in a while, so... Uh, sort of goes together, right? If you don't have games, you yeah. don't really... Well, what should I paint for? Oh. Yeah, but... so I've been mostly used to playing tanks. Yeah. <laughs> but you did get into some Warhammer stuff. Yes, yes I did. Yeah, so some of the guys that I played with before uh, this new lockdown that we have, mm -hmm. I started playing a fantasy role-playing game. Oh. The second edition. So there, there are, there's the fourth edition out now, mm -hmm. uh, but I've been playing second edition, which I've played before mm -hmm. many years ago now. Like it's, it's weird to think that it's like, oh, shit, it was almost 10 years ago. <laughs> Uh, but are, are you are you playing the fourth edition now or second? Second edition. Second, yeah, yeah. okay. So uh, there's the first edition, which is really old and a bit complicated, I think. And then second edition, which is a really good system. And then for third edition, they changed the system around and had like custom dice and shit. And it was like hashtag trademark everything. Oh, okay. Uh, and then fourth edition moves back more to second edition. So is second sort of like it's Dungeons and Dragons, but in this setting, sort of that they take from existing yeah. uh, role playing games. It's uh, I I tried Dungeons and Dragons as well, and I did not really like that system. Yeah. So basically, in uh, this system, you have the same profiles as in Warhammer Fantasy, uh, oh, okay. but you also have like uh, intelligence, uh, willpower, I think. Mm -hmm. And fellowship or something, yeah, okay. a couple more stats. 
Yeah. Uh, but like all your stats are like the same as in fantasy. Like humans have some stats and also other stats, but it's in like from zero to a hundred instead of from zero to ten. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So like my strength as a human is thirty. It could be like thirty-three, and then your toughness is thirty-five. So it's just a bit more detailed. Yeah. And then most of the tests you roll on a D hundred. So if your ability skill is 40, then you mm -hmm. need to roll below 40. Oh, on a D100. Okay, so it's, so it's hard to do things, I guess. Yeah, and you can also get some bonuses, modifiers and stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> that's really funny. It's very, it's very fantasy. It's very dark and gritty. Like, yeah. we're just a band of... Uh, uh, my guy is called Kathimir, and he's like half Kislevite, half Empire. And he's been just raised on the roads and living on the roads and just wandering his whole life. Yeah. And uh, I'm buddies with a dwarf, and we're like a know each other from being caravan guards. Uh -huh. uh, and then there's we got a like a grave robber and just like a an entertainer slash thief with us. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, it? Do you choose much, or is it like you roll up your profession and everything? So yeah, usually roll up stuff but for this since this is our first adventure with this group we got some like pre-made profiles that we got to choose between so there were like 10 oh. characters and then we all got to choose yeah and and it's funny like we were taking a barge like a really shitty barge up the river and then yeah. a woman got on with like two pigs and then one of the party got really interested in the pigs we had a lengthy conversation about the, the pigs that, that she was trying to sell, and then he ended up buying one of the pigs. And then he had like common knowledge pigs because he was just talking to her so much. Uh, and it was, was, he gonna, was, was, was he gonna eat it or did you just bring it along? No, it's, that his, it's pet? his pet now. Okay. <laughs> Does and it... they were getting robbed later, like when they were sleeping, and then like he got a profile for the pig so that he could like roll a uh, perception test from the pig to see if oh. the pig go walking up. So it's, it's like a guard pig now, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they have good sense of smell, right? Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, we were going to this, like, tavern, but it was just, like, a hovel. It was really shitty. And then the game master was like, oh, yeah, you go there and then you see that it, the sign looks really shitty and the name isn't even spelled right. And, and I go, like, oh, that doesn't really matter because none of us can read it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's grim. It's just, yeah. It sounds like a great place to stay. <laughs> it's total mystery. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, yeah, we ended up getting a contract to escort this woman that's going to like some holy springs uh, mm -hmm. in Middleland. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we ran into some bandits, and that's where we left off last time. We'll oh, see what that's... happens next. I mean, it, it, such a lovely setting, you know, just in the Empire and Beastland and all kinds of scary things happening. And just a yeah. lot, lot, lot of weird humans, I guess, also. Chaos worshippers and uh, bandits and... Oh. Yeah. So much that can happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great to be, like, in the, in the shit in fantasy. Because yeah. you usually yeah. think about, like, these grand battles and cool <laughs> events. But just, yeah. like, being a guy on a road in Middleland is, like, an adventure enough. <laughs> Yeah, it's the entire... I mean, could you also play like, oh, I'm this holy grail knight of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you can advance to that. Okay. So you can sort of choose which level you're on. <laughs>
Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, that's, that's been the the Warhammer stuff I've been doing lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so no, no chaos or no dark elves. No, not yet. And Staying no more uh, Vostroyans. Are they almost done? No, I've uh, stopped painting them like uh, before Christmas, yeah. and uh, uh, haven't really started painting them yet. I, uh, I got some inspiration now. It was snowing finally. Yeah, but then it melted in two days. <laughs> but you felt like, oh, now I'm in the <laughs> yeah, in the terrible weather stuff. Yeah, I so, need that like Soviet half Russia. molten snow. Yeah, just. <laughs> Feel the misery of the soldiers in the mud. Yep. <laughs> Just scoop some, put it under your feet when you're painting. So you're like, oh, oh, I feel you. <laughs> well, well, uh, maybe we should uh, continue by talking about New Year, New Army. <gasps> so what do you, what do you feel about this year? Saying that everything's gonna get back to normal and we're gonna. Start going to events again and stuff, and I don't even know how do we. I sort of forgotten how to do events. Yeah, bad enough Maybe being on Brent. Have to to roll dice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we will see. I mean, the thing like I was, uh, I was really bummed out last spring. I couldn't go to some places, and especially mm-hmm. to salute, which I was really looking forward to, like this big convention mm-hmm. where they show off a bunch of your games. Mm-hmm. Uh, in London, uh, and then now I realize that maybe I won't even be able to go this year either, mm. because that's like in in April, I think. Mm. Ah, yeah, um, wouldn't wouldn't put my hopes up too much. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So yeah, we don't even know when things will go back to not normal, but more normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. But uh, this year, I am probably moving back to Sweden. <gasps> so that will change my gaming opportunities. Yeah, definitely. Okay. <gasps> Big step, but you don't know where yet. I guess not we'll, exactly. We'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Yeah. My biggest fear, though, if I go back to Sweden, is mm-hmm. that uh, uh, I'll I'll be all pumped up for sixth edition fantasy, and then I get there and everyone's playing fucking eighth edition. <laughs> Well, adapt and, and overcome. <laughs> it, 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 and I was thinking about this today, and it will be like you go to a place mm. uh, where people only eat Felix ketchup, like an off-brand ketchup, and then you go like, but wh- why would you not eat Heinz ketchup? It's just a better ketchup. And then they go like, oh, ketchup is ketchup. And you go like, yeah, but one is just better than the other one. Why would you even Ooh. eat the regular one? And then Ooh. they would go like, oh, why are you causing such a problem with ketchup, man? And you just go like, well... Wh- Open your eyes, man. You're not woke. <laughs> Get woke. <laughs> I have Felix ketchup at home. Oh, I knew it. Every 8th <laughs> edition and player I... eats Felix ketchup. <laughs> yes. yes, might be a correlation there. <laughs> but I mean, you have your entire Old World Lives crew in Sweden, right? So I'm sure... Yeah, you, you should just I mean, make there's... an. You should just plan an event, and then people will start making six Brilliant. edition. Art. And they will come. Yes, I mean, yeah. I w- if you would play six edition, I would definitely take my dogs of war and, and take whatever I can and 
put it in the sixth edition. Uh, yeah, and I, 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 I will try eighth edition. I will. I, I'm actually a bit excited about trying the the thing where I wrote your uh, book, Matthias Edison. He, hmm? He's done a Kessler book as well, so I would like to try oh, that. To be honest, yeah, yeah. I mean, ten, there's at least generally more fun big toys in in eighth edition. <laughs> but I, I mean, it depends on the group you're you're, you're playing with. I would say. Because yeah, so our group are very so far very self-regulatory, and I haven't seen any abuses. There hasn't been a single horde unit yet in our group. Mm. And I mean, that's like the, one of the big issues, I guess, with eighth uh, edition. Build yeah. a bigger unit, and you win the game, or I don't know. All these yeah. bonuses. But so, we've been very very careful. We haven't even dared to use uh, magical items yet, because I also feel oh, like, well. uh, yeah, I mean. I, I understand that that can add flavor and you can create like, oh, this is my really cool character who has this thing. And that makes him, you know. But I, it's, everything I hear is like, well, obviously this unit only works if you take the Griffin banner because that will give them blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like, oh, so it's just a, a layer to optimize lists. Well, nah. mm, But maybe that's a debate. Up for debate. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, the, some friends of mine that I was playing with before uh they gave me a link to like a white dwarf article on low fantasy battles and mm-hmm. it was basically uh just kind of regulating the battles that you have and mm-hmm. there's this big checklist that you could either randomize or pick some and then your opponent got to pick some mm-hmm. uh, that would limit like magical items and uh, uh, lords and stuff to just mm-hmm. keep it a bit small scale and just focus on the troops yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and we've been talking about this last game. Manfred has some ideas about um, units leveling up and getting veterancy and stuff. Yeah, uh, I think there was a system. I think that was even from like fifth edition or something, uh, where you could have elite regiments, and you know, if they took stole a banner, I think they uh, they and survived it, and they you know advance. But the only benefit was like if they are elite, they can once per game reroll all to hit rolls. Um, but they have to re-roll everything, even the successful ones. So that makes it sort of like, well, you know, the result could be even worse of that re-roll. But um, it's generally like, oh, if you re- get a really unlucky result, then it's like, okay, I'll I'll re-roll all this this turn. It can't get any worse. And I think that's kind of nice because it's just like, oh well, that's it's, yeah, these are veterans. They're a bit better, right? Uh, you should look at the the new forty k system, the crusade thing. Ah, other ways of evolving there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looked really nice, actually. Yeah. And I had an idea about using the magical item also, also as a way of, you know, it, to earn them sort of, or, you know, like if characters level up, you know, oh, your character slays another character in combat or something. Um, maybe they would get five points as, or, you know, and instead of experience, you could use those five points into buying magical items on top of your normal points allowance or something. I don't know. Because, I mean, there, there's a lot of cool character, of course, in the items. I just, as long as people take it easy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it will always be hard to balance, like, a mm. narrative and also gameplay balance like that. Mm. Mm. Uh, I guess so, the best yeah, is did, just did to play your... scenarios. Yeah. Did you use your map anymore? Uh, yeah, we're still... 
sort of using it, but we haven't really given any benefit. So basically, our Danny, our Dark Elf player, is controlling most of the territory, but he hasn't gotten any benefits from it. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we're, we have to really reconsider, you know, what kind of bonuses or how do we do, we do the story differently? Do we not use a map? Do we, I don't know. Uh, this last game, which I will talk about, we, um, we had a specific idea for it sort of to fit in the narrative. So, yeah, we should see. Yeah. We should, uh, but first, it's nice to give like a narrative background to your battles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, new year, new army, though. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you have you thought of anything yet? Have you ha- do you have any dream? Well, I more? guess it will be new year finish, two, at least two armies that so, I started. Yeah, which ones? Uh, the Vostroians and the Chaos, I guess. Yeah, would you do Chaos before Dark Elves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, so I don't, I haven't gotten that much many Dark Elves yet. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna get some from Chris, but uh, probably won't ship it, and probably won't get it until I'm in Sweden. Oh yeah. Just thinking where your, where your desire lies the most, or burns the most at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I want to do my Vostroians. Hmm? That'll be a that fun project. Yeah? Oh, I, I got a Chimera for Christmas, by the way. <gasps> you got a Chimera for your Chaos Army? No, no, no. Uh, they had the tube transport oh, for <laughs> the Imperial Guard. Oh, sorry. Oh, but that's nice. That's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll fit in. So, uh, like, my biggest inspiration for the Guard is the 4th edition Codex. Yeah. And... So that's when I started playing Imperial Guard. And I remember that in there, there's like a, the way an infantry company is organized is that you just have one Chimera per company. Oh, for the, for the platoon or something, for the command, or? Yeah. Mm. So it'll be like uh, the company commanders ride when, he's, when they're moving around so he doesn't have to walk. And then yeah. I suppose they'll also use it for just everything, <laughs> just like yeah. hauling ammunition and fuel and food and you're sending it out on patrol like all right now it's your this squad's turn to go out and patrol and we'll jump oh, into camera and just uh, march along with the the rough riders or something yeah nice you do some how would you paint it have, do you have any ideas probably green like russian green yeah yeah just a, some a cool uh, color. yeah some cool sim- symbology on it or something yeah, some some uh, white text like a yeah. Russian World War Two tank. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, probably write Suka on it. <laughs> um, and the chaos. Uh, how far did you get? Did you paint anything for chaos so far? Or did you just assemble? No. Yeah, I just assembled them and just mm-hmm. left them. Yeah, <laughs> those poor guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah, it's almost a year ago now. Oh, god damn it! Mm. Uh, and you, what are your plans? You, you, oh. you've been hyping this, so I'm excited to hear this. Mm. Man, what a emotional roller coaster I have been on. I curse and I curse my damn brain for how it works in mysterious ways. Uh, so, starting off the year, I, for, first I had this uh, idea about making undead high elf army. Uh, right, undead high elf army. Yes. Because mm-hmm. doing Richard Kruger's company, I was like, well, there's just human skeletons. 
why aren't there other races of skeletons sort of you know there is a high elf in that company the banner bear is a high elf um and you know oh that would be cool sort of and like oh what about you know remnants you know it's in the old world but you find remnants of the war of the beard you know you find a, a dead high elf yeah. army in a in a swamp or something, the Forbidden Marshes. I don't know where they are. Uh, <laughs> and then I found this uh, site that make that's called uh, Lost Sword Miniatures, I think, right? Uh, I don't know. They make some really cool high elves with uh, sort of uh, katanas and samurai looking ish, like a mix of samurais, uh, Lord of the Ring elves, and uh, Warhammer high elves, mm. um, and decently priced also. Um, so they had some models that could be so I still wanted, like, the list the army would be uh, vampire uh, counts uh, based, based in that case, so I would use all those rules and it was just a, a thing like, oh, well skeletons with spears, yeah, you, you know you would have high of spearmen sort of or that kind of thing as the main the mainstay of the army and then I thought, oh, uh, the dire wolves you could have sort of undead uh, lions instead, converting them Lions of Craze. Um and then I wanted a lot of cavalry. Uh with you know you, because you could have Dark Knights uh, or Death Knights and you could have uh, hex wraiths, just like a uh, you know, a trans you, you do the use this spooky paint that they have and make like a translucent high elf rider, you know, ghost would be kinda cool. Um and spirit hosts and all kinds of things you could make. And then uh, the pinnacle of course would be blood dragons who would be well, dragon, what do you call dragon knights? Dragon princes. Dragon princes. Thank you, um, because they're already kind of similar looking in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've, uh, I know people that have used uh, those models as blood dragons. Yeah, just uh, change the heads, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, so that was the idea. But then you, all the, the, and I, I mean, it would look great, right? Weathered and uh, rusty and all of that thing. Uh, but just the the pain of like, oh, would I just drill out the faces and try to squeeze in skeleton skulls in there? And, uh, you know, it would be a lot of work. Um, so, uh, and then I talked to one of my game friends about it. Like, oh, I was thinking about this. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I'm also thinking about starting a, a, an undead army. And then I was like, nope, I don't want to do it anymore. Need to I'm be not a hipster anymore. Exactly. I, yeah, yeah. I definitely have. Well, what if I do an undead dwarf? Or no, <laughs> still undead. Yeah, uh, exactly. You need to do something, something radical. Yes, yes. A human tribe living on the southern waste. Yeah, something it has to be new. Oh, oh. Well, uh, so I had, so I, I moved on from that idea, uh, and I had another idea that I was really into. Uh, that is the one I'm going to end up doing. Uh, and I come back to that. So I was really into that. Like I had decided more or less. But then I was reading Brunner. And in this last story, he is once again in Bretonia. And he comes to the lovely city of Moussillon, the cursed city. Uh, and I didn't know that much about Moussillon, except for the um, Total War game, where I know that the Red Duke is there. So I knew that, okay, so there's undead in that city. It's basically like a curse in Bretonia. So I went back and I re-listened also to your lovely show. Uh, about uh, Bretonia, mm-hmm. um, which is part of that episode. It is. I, I, I really, I honestly think it's one of the best you've done. So uh, I really enjoyed listening to it. 
and Joseph, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands, ha hats off. I don't know. Uh, and a, a, a toast of of wine. Maybe that's more appropriate. Um, a great episode to listen to. So, I, so I realized that oh, there was this cool story about the the fake grail that they made and how they were cursed and blah 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 and in the Brunner book of course it was also very well described how this poor city you know there's been there's been earthquakes and floods and now it's sort of like sinking into this march and everything is just ah just shitty and ooh. but from the from the you know i didn't understand that okay there, but there's still bretonians living there there's still peasants living in this hellhole and there's still knights there that try to you know keep up this now we're still uh, we are still a noble family we will bring back the, the greatness of Musillon yeah and... there's a funny picture where there are two knights sitting in a tavern and then the barmaid asks like so what do you want and they just look at her and go to reclaim Musillon <laughs> so, yeah they want it and speaking of uh, we were talking about the books earlier in yeah. that series about Returnia in Questing Night, he is in, in Museon, and it's a really great story. Oh, okay, good, good, maybe I'll... Um, well, yeah, so, I don't know, I, I definitely got uh, jacked on that idea of getting, you know, oh, uh, first, I've, I've seen people do undead uh, Museon armies with, you know, undead Bretonians, which look also marvelous, but I was thinking, like, oh, just the idea of making an, an army of knights, but they are not this shining knights of beautiful colors, but these are, like, really poor knights with dirty clothes, and their old heraldry is all, you know, it's, they also are rusty and uh, sort of fallen from grace kind of knights with, with a shitload of peasants that uh, have a very bleak life. <laughs> So, I, you know, I started making an army list and everything. I looked at the Agincourt uh, range of pair of miniatures and I just, oh, you know, that could be used for this and this for that. And oh. So I was very close to starting that army just because of the damn Brunner book. Uh, but then I sat down one, one evening and just took my daughter's uh, crayons and stuff and started trying to paint up some different knight schemes. Or like, you know, how would I paint these horses? What are some cool, uh, you know... what? And I, I, it just didn't look <laughs> that good. <laughs> Maybe I should blame the crayons. Uh, I'm sure it could still look good, but part of the magic that it was really, in fact, I, I, I was really mad at my brain because I thought I had decided that uh, this thing came along. But now, no, it cooled off a bit, and I'm back to my plan. I'm going to do a Chaos Army. Finally. This okay. year is the, day, the year of Chaos. Nice. So Chaos Warriors, I guess? Yes, yes, yes. Um, with some beastmen, also. Yeah. Okay. So, are you using the Tamarcon book then? And uh, no, but I've been looking a lot into that. But I also, or well, um, since we have a very, you know, uh, open-minded group, we're sort of like, well, of course, chaos should be undivided. You know, take mix, mix it, but you know, still follow. Like in uh, sixth edition. Yes, exactly. Uh, so I, I also went there to look, uh, but I was surprised. Well, okay, first, guess which of the gods will I follow? Because originally I had an idea of doing more undivided. So I which, am which god? guessing, because of your love of uh, drugs, sex, and rock and roll, I'm going to get Slapnash. Mmm, good guess, but it's wrong. Oh, guess no. again, guess again. Uh, Sinchen. Uh, 
That's my least favorite. Guess again, guess again. If that's your least favorite, then um, it should be Sinch's greatest enemy, Nurgle. Yes, you are correct. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Uh, and that's part of the part, partly because of the Tamarcon book and just the, yeah, the fun things you could do. Um, but I was really surprised, so I, I thought, well, okay, I'm gonna do a mix of Chaos Warriors and some Beastmen, and I'm gonna have some Beastmen gores in there, and I want to make them really, you know, pestilent. And um, I knew about Pestigores, so I wanted to check out the sixth edition book, but then I realized that it's only the, the Bestigores that can take marks in that book. Not the normal gores. Yeah, I think the explanation for that is that the like the beastmen are already blessed by the chaos gods or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, that might be. Yeah, only the best get the. Um, so I went searching more for rules that fit my <laughs> ideas. <laughs> which rules will be the most beneficial? Uh, I, I looked at the armist project, uh, which also allows you to uh, to mix. Um, but in that book, uh, the mark of Nurgle gave plus one toughness and not minus one to hit in close combat, uh, which I thought was uh, uh, way too good, basically. Because then you would have the, toughness the five changes like, <laughs> all over the place. Because in yeah, sixth yeah. edition, it just gives fear. Oh, okay. I like, the, I like the fact that it gives minus one to hit. It sort of makes them tougher in close combat. Um, but I did find the rules in the end, in, actually in the End Times book, the Glotkin, where they also have rules for uniting chaos, and it basically just says, like, well, yeah, you can give these beastmen the marks of Nurgle. So they will work the same as my Chaos Warriors, which seems good. So that is, yes, that is what I'm going to do in the end. I'm, it's a, a Nurgle uh, Chaos Warrior army. And I may have placed a very large order uh, yesterday. Uh <laughs> So, so I need to finish some things before it arrives. So and what are you getting? And are you getting get? anything from uh, term, the Termicon range? Not initially, but I, because I think um, there's some really cool stuff in there, but some also very good. Like you, you almost need to play huge games or campaigns, I think, just to get to fit the models because they they're so yeah. points heavy. I love the the play toads and the the play trolls. Yeah, that is. I have been looking into them. Um, I, I thought Plague Ogres was a thing, but they just had models around, not special rules, I think. Mm. I um, don't know. I also I thought it was lovely because I didn't know... I hadn't read into it that much. And when I read more about Tamarkan himself, um, I mean, I knew sort of that he was a maggot and could take over bodies and that he had this ogre body. Uh, but I didn't know that he first, before that, took over this uh, Slanesh hero. Yeah. Uh, and that there's points so you can play him as that. Uh, oh, yeah, and... yeah, but they never made a model for that. No, they didn't, but I just, oh, and he was, he's still on the same mount. But I, uh... I, I love that it's this super evil lord that's just a maggot. Yeah. Oh, he's described as really creepy. Sort of like he's, an he's... A- alien thing that just jumps on you. Yeah, he's like the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Krang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's uh, in his ogre body. Yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, definitely at some point getting getting Tamarkan, getting his uh, lieutenant. It's called like Kazig or something, right? Do you know that guy? Sail the Faithless. 
Yeah, him as well. But I want to get yeah. him because I want to use uh, Nightmare as my Chaos Spawn because I think it's the coolest Chaos Spawn there is. Uh, I mean, I obviously need a Chaos Spawn now and a Demon Prince in case one of my heroes, you know, ascend or descend. The 6th edition Spawn is a really great model, but it's ridiculously overdefined. Oh, okay. It's just like, the, the it's just teeth. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, I, li- I like that. Um... Okay, so so I might expand into Tomicon later, but first I'm just doing like a, a nice little Nurgle warband. Tomicon is too grand to fit in our current scheme of like, this is just a little shitty part, so this is some sort of raiding army that comes along. Uh, anyway, it will be... I will have a, a core of uh, warriors, Chaos Warriors, um, a normal uh, gore herd, and some warhounds. Are you planning on doing some conversions in the warriors, or uh, the warriors? Not too much. I, I did. I I will get the the new you know plague kings or whatever they're called, the big Nurgle guys. I thought you could get some cool heads and something in there, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I will run them with sh- shields, so not too many. Maybe some green stuff. We'll see. Um, and the gores, I'm gonna try to mix with the uh, plague bearers. Because I've seen some conversions where where they look very Nurgle. Uh, yeah. Th- yeah, those bodies sort of. Um, and uh, then some knights, of course. Uh, and a chimera. Not the... <laughs> not the troop transport this time? No, no. <laughs> the, the chimera. Not the, because it's Nurgle, just because it's, it's a cool beast that flies around and can do things. I don't know. You, you could use the, the jabber slides for that. The good Nurgle Chimera. Mm-hmm. That is nice. Uh, but I've been looking at the Mirrors Miniatures Chimera, oh, yeah. which is gorgeous. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so expensive, but mm, I think I will. Uh, yeah, especially uh, now, since uh, I mean they're based in England, I think. Oh, shit. Mm. So they're increasing. <gasps> so maybe you should smuggle it in your yeah. aims. <laughs> the only place customs won't look for Chimeras. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Uh, and you can't fit that much in Chaos Armies. I don't know how much more I had, but I think it, I would finish it off with a Cygor also. See, I was going to say like a giant would be good for Nurgle. Uh, yeah. is, uh, it's one eyed already, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think it would be a cool army. That'd be a, a good uh, opportunity for a Nurgle conversion. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cygor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, something like that. Um, cool. With some heroes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we shall see what what I will paint first and when it arrives and everything. But uh, exciting times. It's it's fun with an army that's more elite than what I'm used to. Where it's like, oh shit, I, you know, it's hard to fit units in. Everything's so expensive. Oh. But but all of that that I ordered is for a two thousand point army. So that is sort of the aim, the initial aim. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, so should we take a little break and then I, I can talk about the biggest game in the history? Sure. Okay, so tell us about the greatest game in history. Uh, it was just a tribute. <laughs> 
was the actual actually the greatest game. <laughs> just I, I, I saw I saw Leon post mm-hmm. on the I think it was the Swedish Warmer Fantasy Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Le- Leon is like a a lynx. I know he exists, but he's so elusive. <laughs> so it's, uh, you should follow his uh, his Instagram uh, Tiskan Talents. He has a yeah, lot of cool. I things do. There. Oh yeah, good, 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 good. Uh, but yeah, he's been on and off all the time because he is an old uh, fantasy player and has shit tons of armies. Uh, but he hasn't really, you know. He hasn't taken the step to join us because he's been like, ah, he's more into heresy at the moment and blah, blah, blah. But finally now he's starting his high elf army. So uh, we shall see them soon with like a Lothern, Lothern Seaguard theme. What would he play now? Uh, uh, high elves. Wait, in this game as well? Is no, no. He, he, no, he, he's, well, he has armies at home, but he, he didn't want to use them. Or he, yeah, he's starting a new uh, Instead, so at this game, he actually just helped me. He was part of my army. Was uh, he in charge of the the scorpions? Yes, yeah, sort, of, sort of. I I made him take uh, the throws I didn't dare to take, sort of, <laughs> so I could blame him if they were bad. <laughs> it's convenient. So um, it was basically basically a three thousand point uh, game uh, because I figured out that I actually have three thousand points if I take everything I've painted so far for fantasy. Uh, and that just seems so fun to be able to use everything for once. Um, and then, of course, you know, I had to make... You, I had, like, a level 4 wizard and a level 2. So you, things like that cost a lot of points, but maybe not represent how many models you have and blah, blah, blah. But um, so 3,000 3, points for my side. And then I was facing an allied force of Manfred's Chaos Dwarves, 1,500, and uh, Danny's Dark Elves, 1,500 points. United in a... Evil sla- claim slaves. Exactly. Uh, and Manfred was sort of the, the mind behind this uh, special scenario, uh, which was based off a, a scenario in the extended game. Well, I guess the big, the big uh, rule book has some extra scenarios. So this one was called Invasion. And the idea was that uh, we were moving south into Tilea and uh, they were going to try to capture one of, my, uh, one of the cities there in the north. And uh, I was the only one trying to defend it. Um, that mission has a really cool uh, picture of uh, a dark elf invasion of Uthuan in the book. I'm sure some people have seen that. Um, and the the idea of the, the game was that, uh, the, of course, the attacker was advancing. The defender, me, then could set up the entire table and put up some, I think, three defensive positions. So I had a watchtower and some uh, barricades or fences and stuff. Uh, and we had even placed uh, some houses off the board at one edge so it seemed like oh there's a city there that I'm defending um, and it's I think you short you... table that's just short table that's right so yes it's like very and... narrow front yeah uh, and you were actually supposed to use double tables combined in this game so oh. you were supposed to have a mega table which I guess is just and you were supposed to play for eight turns uh... <laughs> And uh, the attacker could recycle uh, their core units. So any core unit wiped out could come back, sort of. So it's like a, a wave assault of just... Um, but we had to modify it a bit because because the game board was so small, I couldn't, you know, I had less to play on. And uh, we decided that I could also recycle cores. So it would just be a big, big slugfest. Uh, and that made it more fun because that meant that I could put up, you know, sacrificial core troops 
closer to th th their side of the board. So I had like a first line of defense that I knew would, would not hold, but it was just like hold them long enough so I can shoot them down with artillery and stuff. Um, I think it made for a very scenic battle. It looked it looked really great, I think. Um, and uh, and then you scored points by controlling four, the four table, ha well, table quarters and um, the three defensive positions. So there were seven points you played for, basically. Um, oh, what, the defensive positions were like in a line? Or? No, I could put them wherever I wanted, basically. But right. I think w one had to be in their half of the table. So okay. it wasn't just, you know, too difficult for them. So I had one up on a hill, a little barricade where I knew, like, this is going to get overrun very quickly. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put some poor... Uh, well, Leopold's Leopard Company were up there because I knew that they're oh. crazy fanatics. They can hold on for that for a while. How, uh, how do they, they do that? The, well, they were charged by uh, uh, the, what are they called? Chaos Dwarf warriors and a damn chaos dwarf lord on the flying bull thing so oh. not the the, the lamasu was not there but the flying bull which was really scary because it breathes fire and it's very hot apparently uh, <laughs> so they quickly overran leopold's leopard company even though leopold challenged this this uh, bull guy and i think i did a wound to him even to the, to either the bull or the rider and then i was swallowed by the bull or incinerated or something <laughs> God damn it! Not it turned out that uh, leopard skins are not fireproof. <laughs> um, but we were more lucky on the opposite end of the table, where uh, there was a big aggregation of well, there was basically like the bull centaurs, the cold one knights, which I hate, uh, harpies also, and uh, and goblin riders. So there was like oh, all their fast things are on this side, and most of those things were not core. So Leon was smart enough to say, like, well, core things will just be recycled, so let's just focus on killing their, you know, their special and uh, heroes. Um, so that was a good idea. And I was lucky because... What, what? He's a good advisor then. Yes, definitely. Uh, it, it, it was definitely good to be two on each side, because uh, you can sort of debate and come up to better <laughs> better choices than I would just do on my own. Um, and uh, we were lucky because we managed to, with uh, with our heavy cav, we charged the uh, Chaos Knights. No, the, the Chaos Knights. The Cold One Knights. Uh, and when they are charged, you know, they attack with strength 4 and not strength 6. And uh, then they had some trouble dealing with my knights. And I had to, I so also supported with some duelists and a hidden assassin and all of that. Uh, so there was a big, sw big swirling melee there uh, that we actually won in the end. So we broke the Cold One Knights, finally, the bane of my existence. Nice. The other bane of my existence, the uh, executioners, were marching up the center. And we focused all the crossbow fire and ballistas and stuff on them. So they were slowly being withered down during the game. Didn't get to do that much. I think in the end they were also challenged by my knights and uh, didn't do too great. I think... I think I might have killed them also in the end, so felt I've been so scared of these units for so long. Uh, it felt good. Uh, but other than that, I had my pikemen trying to hold the line, and they were just fucked up by <laughs> bull centaurs and uh, artillery. Was ooh. Uh, in this game, I think the dark dark elves had a bit. I mean, they they took a lot of damage because they were the priority. Um, but the chaos dwarfs got to throw out a lot of pain. 
they were they had uh, like the dreadquake mortar or something. Oh yeah, uh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, it creates a dangerous terrain and stuff, or well, make yeah, makes the ground shaky. <laughs> And can reach the entire table, uh, and it's cool. Did, did he use the the old models for that? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, that's awesome. And he even had made a slave ogre. Oh, nice! Yeah, loaded it. That's that. Yeah, because if you don't, you can only fire like on the next turn, or like on a four plus. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so yeah, yeah, very. I, I love the very cool rules. Uh, and he also had a a, um, a wizard. Are they war smiths or something? Or is that thirty k? Yeah, I think they're uh, war smiths. War smiths, maybe. Demon smiths. I don't know. Demon demon smiths, probably. So he also made him uh, be able to re-roll. So I guess it's is that like an artillery guy for your dwarves? Yeah, yeah he's like an engineer and a wizard. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so he kept them there because it was like, oh, if this thing breaks down, it's very likely to be destroyed. So. <laughs> Uh, so artillery was pretty even, I guess, because my hotpot was on my side and my ballistas. Even though the, the they, list... they have a they have a dreadquick mortar, we have uh, some guys. Uh, soup. Yeah. Soup. Yes, pretty even, <laughs> pretty even. Uh, but yeah, the the hotpot did okay, I would say. It did pretty good. The ballistas not too good. Um, there were some cool little mini skirmish uh, fights in in the game. I had uh, my halflings with bows for the first time. Uh, hidden in a forest, uh, and they came up against the harpies, which uh, you know uh, was a scary fight that I I think I lost in the end actually and ran away and the harpies and they got weapons killed too right yes and strength toughness too as well <laughs> but they're really good at firing their bows the yeah, problem was yeah, I, I I was just like okay I'm gonna shoot at their you know either their goblin riders or their Harpies, and they're just gonna melt when my goblins fire. But then the harpies flying just hid behind a rock, so I couldn't see them, and then flew from there and attacked me. Well, oh, goddammit. it! Uh, th- there was definitely a lot of flyers on their side. They had the harpies. They had a sorceress on a dark pegasus. They had a beast monster on a manticore, and the damn bull flying around. So I was terrified of that. Um. And, well, yeah, a big battle in the middle, basically, like slowly advancing. Um, on our table half, we had the Manticore and the Bull guy coming up. But from the tower, Braganza bes- Braganza's besiegers were sitting, and they were firing their glorious crossbow bolts. And I think in the end, I killed both the riders of the monsters. So the Bull just became stupid and started eating grass, which was lovely to see. Uh, but the, the Manticore was more sharp, and it just charged the tower and started attacking. Uh, tearing the tower down. But then, in an epic uh, yeah, move, Braganza himself took out his pistol and just shot the manticore dead. Ah, nice. Lovely to see. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll just send my paymaster to kill the bull, but <laughs> that was a really bad idea. Because a grazing bull is still a very dangerous bull. <laughs> he was trying to tip it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That must be the best. The best. Um, so, well, we ended the game after turn four, because then we had played for like seven hours or something. Six, seven hours. It took, yeah, f- uh, took forever. Uh, so many rules, so many things to keep track of. Um, so that was half the, the, the amount of rounds that we were supposed to play. But um, at that point, we had... Well, it was 
sort of a draw, I would say, with controlling things. But in a way, Tilea had sort of won because we had stopped the invasion at least, and that was the main that was the main goal for us. Uh, but you know, kill points or something like or I guess we had killed about the same thing, the same amount. Um, nice. My giant so a st stalemate. stalemate. Yes, yes. But uh, I take that as a victory because they didn't rape my beautiful city of Remus, or I don't know what's up there. I can't remember the map. Something in Pavona, maybe it's on the other one. Ah. Who knows? Italy. Eh? Good. You have a good, uh, good, uh, like, narrative for next game as well. Invasion's been stopped. Now they just got to try and raid small scale. And yeah, we should do some sort of, yeah, some sort of skirmish game would be fun. Um, yeah. And then I really, mm, I need to, I have some plans of how to narratively uh, introduce the chaos force that I will build. But uh, that will be later this year. It'll take some time to build it. But uh, I think I need to make some terrain to set the scenes, sort of, for that. We should see! Some, uh, some dark shit cops. D what? Dog shit cops? <laughs> yeah. So let's throw back to maybe episode 60-something. Don't you remember? The dog shit cops? Uh, from uh, the Istvan book? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought cops like like police cops. You mean like a forest forest cops? Yeah. Like cops Dog of trees. Yeah, that's true. The most dangerous train of all. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, the warhounds of chaos shall spring. That's that's like a sure sign that uh, your village is slowly being infested by Nurgle. Yeah. Said you're walking in the forest, and then suddenly. <laughs> It's just full of dark shit. Oh, there is, the, yeah, aren't, aren't there some cool, um, like, corrupted hag trees or something of Nurgle? I think oh, the yeah. Tam yeah, Tamakan goes to one of those places. Maybe that could be cool. Like, in a forest, yeah, a forest is festering with uh, a new Richard. power. Um. We'll see. There's a lot of, lot of fun things. But, yeah, exciting year. So, uh, chaos for me... Uh, Chaos have, for me, chaos yeah. for you, yeah. chaos uh, everywhere. Yeah, and in our group there's also dwarves on the way, there's high elves on the way, there's undead on the way, and there's orcs and goblins. So we're awesome. really going to diversify. We're going to have... We, so what, what won't we have after that? We won't have tombkin, tombkins, tombkins, and a lizardman, and skaven, and then kislev and some other... Yeah, greenskins? Yeah, Manfred will do greenskins. Oh, nice. And we will have. He's done half of them already, I guess. Yeah, yeah, chaos that's orcs. true. Yes, they're slaves for now, but uh, he's making free, free orcs. I think even he had a theme of that there was like a orc slave rebellion. So he should do like the 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 Sportacus guy, right? Sportacus. <laughs> I think that's the thing that they have in Total War also. Whoa. Awesome. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So uh, it's great, great to hear that your fantasy community is uh, thriving. Yes, yes, it's it's lovely stuff. I've set I'm setting the scene for uh, when you come to Sweden. I will have created fight clubs everywhere, but sadly the wrong edition. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. The, uh, all eating Felix ketchup. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you shall you shall come with the glorious culture that you, you that you bring, and we shall change our eating and playing habits perhaps. But it would be great to, uh, yeah, we should, 
if the, we could arrange some sort of fantasy event, that would be yes. really cool. That'd be awesome. Mm. When we are allowed. Mm. Exactly, exactly. This is the year it all turns. Famous last words. But it, but yeah, Nurgle army, sort of right time to do. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'll do, if I please Nurgle, uh, maybe he'll save me. <laughs> I'll just get chronic corona. That doesn't kill me, but gives uh, me genital warts. You, you'll have to do like your general called something corvidus. Uh, co- I covidus, a, and then covidus, uh, I have thought about that actually. Someone will have to make a, an empire army led by Heinrich Pfizer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this will be a, a a game for for the world. But I have I have been considering like that's a, that could be a cool name, and then you know you play with someone that's like my grand my grandparents died in in the infection, and then and then it's like too soon. Mm. I'll find some other disease. Smallpox. Smallpox. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> what a great what a great name for a, for the great Lord of Nurgle. My name is Pox. Small box. <laughs> All right. Aye, aye, aye. So, with those words, shall we conclude tonight's session? We shall. We are now a quarter, quarter year, a quarterly podcast. Once, <laughs> once every quarter of the year, we release. Now, we're really, than we, most uh, heresy podcasts. Yes, that's true, and we don't even talk about heresy. <laughs> that's true. But hey, it's still us, and that's what you want to hear, right? Yes, yes. Lovely stuff. So, I shall summon Nurgle. This is Grandfather Nurgle speaking. Remember, kids, 